Welcome everyone to Katie Loves Kaiju, where we talk about giant monsters, monster movies, and a big strong moth mom! Yeah! I'm Will! I'm Katie! Katie, where are we? We're in the car. Yeah, we're in the car. Why are we in the car, Katie? Because we are driving from our place of employment to the movie theater. Katie, what are we going to see at the movie theater? We are going to see Godzilla, colon, King of Monsters. Questionable on the punctuation, There's but... A- <laughs> if there isn't, there is now. Katie, there's a the in there. The King, King of, of Monsters. <laughs> King, King of the Monsters. Really? Really, yes. Okay, let's let me do it again with all the words. Godzilla King of the Monsters. There you go. The. <laughs> the. Godzilla King of Monsters colon the. Um, yeah, we're going to go see this movie. Yes, Will, we are. On a scale of one to sight, where who are you? I am super excited. I am, to put it lightly, excite. Yes, I am also excite. Um, here are some things I know about the film that we are going to see. Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. The guy who blows up in Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Vera Farmiga. Yes. Godzilla. Correct. Mothra. Correct. King Gujira. No, King Godiva. No. King. What's the first letter? G. Ghidorah. That was a G the whole time. And then, um, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. The great flying kaiju Andrew. Andrew. We love him. Rodan. Rodan. Correct. Yeah, so, um, full little background information. I recently had a, a birthday celebration in which I turned 31. So I'm big time now, baby. But Will got me this sweet freaking shirt that we'll post on the Instagram uh, in which a cartoon Mothra is hugging its its cartoon moth child. Uh, it's a nah, chrysalis. No, it's not. It's a larva. Matter. It's a larva. And it says, big, strong, moth, mom. And it's the cutest thing. And I'm yeah. psyched about it. Yeah, so well, I obviously am wearing it to the <laughs> premiere. I went to Amazon and Googled Mothra t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I certainly, I, 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 I Googled. If I, you know, language change is like, you don't, you don't search on the internet. You Google and Google's very angry about it. It's like, no, 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 no. Honestly, Google has enough money. Like they can yeah. share the word. Yeah. Uh, I searched for Mothra t-shirt just to see what would come up. And, and it was a really cool one with like the... Um, there was one with the original Mothra poster, which is, you know, very 1950s. Mm. Uh, there was one, it was like, uh, I think it was the Mothra from the Rebirth of Mothra movies, uh, done like in sort of a rising sun with Mothra in Japanese. And then there was the one that I got, Katie, because that's perfect. It is. There, there, there's also a Godzilla one that I think is like Big Bad Destruction Dad. Like, that's not cute. No, that's not cute. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't work. That's not working. Uh, so, Kate. What do you know about Godzilla King of the Monsters going into it? Because we did watch the trailer. Like eight months ago. Eight months ago. It was December, I think, that the trailer came out. July. No. Okay. It was before well, Comic-Con. I don't have a sense of time. Um, mm. What I remember is that I'm pretty sure it's Mothra. Mm-hmm. Is like in a, you know, in a facility and they like know that she's there and she's like hibernating or whatever. Uh, Godzilla is the, the 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 balance keeper. I feel like there's a word for it, but uh, something happens. Millie Bobby Brown, maybe she like, I don't know, hits a forbidden button, wakes up the bad guy who is probably King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. Cannot stop. <laughs> Won't stop. King Ghidorahable. King Ghidorahable. 
Um, and they have to like wake up Mothra and summon Godzilla, and they all fight. Oh, Rodan's there too. Uh, Rodaniel. Um, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. His, his full name is Rodaniel Andrew um, Stevens. Stevenson. He's he's Icelandic. Anyways, uh, so they probably all get together and fight crime. Not crime. Well, yeah, they fight yeah. monster crime. Crime. Um, is it, did I do it? I think so. <laughs> uh, let's see who uh, Charles Dance is in this movie. Who is Tywin Lannister? Yes. Someone was saying that to me, and they're like, yeah, Tywin's in this. And I was like, Peter Dinklage? And they're like, Tywin, you basic. And I'm like, <laughs> I just watched Gosford Park. If I'm not mistaken, he's in that. I believe so. Yeah. Um, and he's always looked that way. Yeah. Because Gosford Park is 20 years old, and he looks the same. No, I, I think he was the villain in The Last Action Hero, a film I've only seen clips of on YouTube. He's uh, he's in that, and he looks exactly the same. <laughs> I'm feel like The Last Action Hero has come across my radar in some streaming service recently, and I think I was just inebriated enough to feel like I could get into that, and then Joe vetoed it, and now <laughs> I, I don't remember if it was Amazon, if it was Hulu, if it was Netflix, I'm just, I'm so overwhelmed with options, but um, what is the name of the guy from First Edition who gets blown up in Grey's Anatomy? Kyle Chandler. Early Edition. Early Edition. edition. Kyle Chandler mm-hmm. is, oh, here's a throwback. Um, hold on. No, it's gone. Kick-Ass. Is Kick-Ass back? Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen could not return due to scheduling conflicts. Uh, one would assume Elizabeth Olsen has to do with the Infinity War endgame situation. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I have no idea what he's up to right now. Yeah, maybe he's just, like, chilling. Yeah. He's doing, I think he's got four kids. Who knows? Really? Oh, yeah. Isn't he, like, younger than I am? Uh, yes. Wow. I have no kids. Or dogs. But I have a snake and... Two cats! Two cats. But anyway. Dos gatos. Dos gatos. That's what they call me. That's my my street name. Uh, uh yeah, so... Katie, um, two cats. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so... So, so um, no, ma- uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Quicksilver and the Scarlet Witch aren't coming back. Right. Uh, however, uh, Ken Watanabe is coming back. Sick. Sally Miller is coming back. Of all people, David Strathairn is coming back. Okay, give me, the, give me context. The, the admiral. The, the scientist, the head, the, the main guy in Alphas. I'm sure I'll remember him when I see his face. Um, you were all about Alphas. You made I just me watch. literally, Alphas. Alphas, 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 Alphas. The one alphas, with, alphas. the we have superpowers, and I think Malik Yoba had, like, adrenaline super strength, and... Is that the one where the, the, the kid from, the kid, Niles, or whatever, from... August Bones. Vincent, whatever. Yeah, he, he was he autistic. He played an autistic supermatician, math, mathematician. Something like that, yeah. Supermatician. Yeah, I don't... Like, here's the thing, is like... I have seen so many TV shows that match that format um, because it was really in vogue like six years ago. You mean the and they fight crime format? Right. Uh, and they were roommates. No, uh, that I can't. <laughs> Sorry, what I did just you just say? Track. Uh, if you are like I am, if you are like me and you just live your mind, let's start that over. If you're like me and your brain has basically just been scooped out and replaced with vines, then then you would get that reference basically like you 
the amount of, of like the volume of reference that your brain can contain is much larger than mine. So sometimes you make references and they're like, they're really out there because they're just, you know, you watch so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I literally can maybe retain like six things at once. All right, Katie, and I've replaced I, them all. You're, with you're, you're not answering the question I asked. And I, they were roommates. Okay, here's what I heard: beaver roommates. I'm like, go on. Beaver roommates sounds like a terrible porn. Um, you know what I found super disappointing? Beaver teeth. You know the big buck teeth. They're like bright red. I'm like, oh, that's that's not good. Good. <laughs> that's that, that that's sort of terrible. That's bad. Um. But yeah, Godzilla. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sally Miller. Is it Sally Miller? Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins coming back. Uh, I already said that. You sure and, did. Uh, so you were talking about Alphas. You are talking about the guy from Alphas. That I don't yeah. remember who uh, it is. David Strait there, and he is Admiral God. Why do I remember this? Admiral Nentz. He's basically in charge of the military. He was the guy who gave the briefing. Like, we're going to drop you on the highest plane ever possible, and you're going to deploy your chutes below the smoke and don't get eaten by a lizard. Okay. Got it. David Strait there, and one of the greatest actors performing today. Funny story. Uh... I've asked you to, and you said I probably couldn't, but on The Expanse, uh, which is a great show, he plays a pirate, a sort of a space admiral navy pilot guy, uh, from a sort of a space culture, sort of a blending of elements. Okay. And so he cops, he walks on stage, and the god, it's David Strathairn. And, um... So David Strait there, and he enters the scene, he salutes, and he's like, Hey, I am Admiral Clay Ashford. I'm like, oh my god, we are full of, We are just going to lean into this accent, aren't we? <laughs> so, um, can we just mention that that story started off with a huge call-out? You're like, I've asked you to watch this TV show a hundred times, and you haven't, and it's fine. I, I, I was asked, like, wow, I don't even remember. This is news to me, but okay, I'm so I, sorry. I asked, like, hey, Kate, you, you're talking about, uh, I like, you know, watching episodic thing. Oh, you would you probably really like uh, the expansion. Like, absolutely not. I'm watching Harlots. I'm like, cool. <laughs> I don't remember. I know this happened because that sounds a hundred percent like, I'm sorry, period, period dramas where women are busty and rude. Come on! I love it. Who is in Harlots? Because um, I saw... I'm bad with actresses, but the the main... The only person that I know from anything else is the woman who plays um, Bare Bones, the mom, the Bare Bones from oh, Queen, uh, uh, Queen Latifah. That's correct. Um, <laughs> oh, God. It's... um. Sally No, it's not... It's, Watkins. Um, it's... Uh, <laughs> That actress you just named five minutes ago. Emily Watson. Emily Watson. So she's in it. She's incredible in it. And then, like, I don't... Um, oh, it has uh, it has the youngest sister from Downton Abbey. That's what it was. Um, I was looking at something, and it's like, oh, yeah, this person's in it. It's like, oh, who, who's that person? It's like, why do I know who that person is? Uh, Jessica Findlay-Brown, or Brown Findlay. Yep. Uh, and I, click, so I clicked on her IMDb. It's like, why do I know who this person Oh, it's... Um, you know, one of the daughters from Don and Abby. What she's up to nowadays? Oh, she's in Harlots. Katie watches Harlots. Yeah, I watched like four episodes, and Joe was like, "Enough of <laughs> this." I'm like, "Okay." So yeah, Expanse. Uh, Joe is scandalized. I feel like I would probably be better at watching that now. Um, so, anyways, uh, Jason Statham, uh, Robert Jay- Strather, David, Strather. David, <laughs> David Beckham. So Jason Statham, David Beckham. 
the guy who gets blown up, can Kyle Chandler. Chandley. Uh, can we get what? Can we get uh, <laughs> Jason Statham in a Godzilla movie? Because <laughs> that'd be fucking Honestly, rad. just like, let's take the Meg and just like Photoshop Godzilla's face over the shark's face every day. It would be um, flawless. Oh, yeah. It would make millions. We are geniuses. Uh, yeah, so I'm just, I literally, hmm. I've watched the trailer. Will sent me the trailer. We listened to a little bit of the soundtrack. He had sent me a, a track from that. I'm very excited. I have listened to the soundtrack of friend of the show, Bear McCreary, does the music. Love him. Uh, Big fan. He's using the original Godzilla theme, uh, and he redid it. And it's in, I have listened to the soundtrack. I've not listened. I've only essentially listened to the main themes. So, like, Rodan's theme, Godzilla's theme. So you're not getting, like, the incidentals? Yeah. Uh, Which is good. Uh, and, uh, you know, King, uh, uh, King... Mothra's Bounce or whatever. <laughs> uh, Mothra. Ma- Ma- Mothra's song is, is, is a reworking of the sort of original, uh, you know, tiny, you know, magical girls calling to Mothra's song, but done as sort of like an, a, a, a sultry tango. I'm like, this is cool. Uh, King Ghidorah's theme has, from what I've been able to, you know, ascertain... Buddhist Japanese throat singing and it's rad as hell because he's got three heads so there's that weird sort of overtone thing going on. Oh, overtones. I am mildly learning how to do that which is a weird thing to admit in public (laughs) but I'm really interested in it and it sounds cool. The other thing is um, there's overtones and then there was the other thing. There's like two uh, crap it doesn't matter but overtones is dope. Mm. It's real cool. I was reading an interview with the director, connection uh, of this whole thing. The director of Godzilla is the director of Krampus, Mike, Mike Dordry. Now, is that the guy who had done, um, remind me, what? give me his oeuvre. He wrote or helped co-write X-Men 2, and I think it said X-Men 3. I, look, I glanced at this really quickly. He, he directed a film called Trick or Treat which is um, a cult classic. Is that the one with um, Anna Paquin in it? No. Hey, everyone. Katie is 100% right here. Anna Paquin was in Trick or Treat. Back to the car. What's the movie where it's a bunch of almost like, not vignettes, but like, uh, what, what do they call it when you have... Bear with me just a second. What is it called when there's a movie where it has, like, a lot of people in it and all their stories are intertwined, but they have, like, separate storylines that all end like, up being connected? Like, New York, I Love You? Yeah, what is that kind of called? Um, I don't think It doesn't matter. It's sort of... Anthology is the wrong word. Yeah, there's a there's a movie with Anna Paquin in it where she, um... It's like, she goes trick-or-treating and like this entire village like Halloween like shit just goes crazy and it might not even be in a so, um, but he directed he he wrote trick-or-treat he, he wrote and directed trick-or-treat it's a um, it's a collection of short films not short films um, a bunch of things connected by this you know this, this young trick-or-treating kid named Sam who's actually the spirit of Halloween we found in the very end uh, Dylan, spoilers for trick-or-treat <laughs> uh, Dylan Baker's in it uh, I think Brian Cox is in it. These are all people you know who they are if you saw them. Exactly, and yeah. that's my problem. Is that uh, if so I don't yeah. have like a firm, wow, did you park the car or are I we did. all just going to die? Uh, yeah, like he, mm-hmm. he, he wrote and directed Krampus. 
and uh, now he's doing this. So essentially what happened was uh, Gareth Edwards, who did the first one, uh, was going to come back and do this one, but he wanted to take a break. It was like, like I, it, he essentially said, I don't want to make a big movie, so I'm going to do Godzilla and take a break. And at which point Disney called him, hey, do you want to do uh, Rogue One? Yes. Yes, I do. So I will not do this movie. So I shall do Rogue One, and then I shall take my break. Yeah. And then uh, Legendary's like reached out, okay, who would be good at this? Mm-hmm. Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike. He's like in the corner, like yeah. eating a freaking ham sandwich. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> You're not <laughs> he, busy. He's, he's in the Legendary offices eating the sandwich. Like, what? This catering. Yeah. Uh, but I was reading an interview. is like how this was important to him because he's saying is he, he grew up as a young half Asian kid in uh, like California and we just get up every morning, watch Godzilla movies, uh, every weekend watch Godzilla movies, build like a little Lego town and put his pet turtle through it. <laughs> Dude, what a fucking dream. <laughs> so yeah, so, so I was like I was like cool 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 and then you said turtle and I was like yes, <laughs> I was so here for it. Uh, Mike Doherty living the dream. I love that. Um well uh and Vera Farmiga uh, older sister of Tessa Farmiga of American Horror Story fame. She is also in this. She is all. She's honestly like she's known. I think most prevalently from the Conjuring series, which with I've Patrick actually, Wilson. Here's the thing, and I, I do like Patrick Wilson. Buckle down, everyone. Will's going to tell us the thing. <laughs> um, no, it's like I I like horror movies. They just don't love me. Yeah, no, it's like I I. However, I am. I do not have the psychological. Con- uh, construction the fortitude. For, yeah, yeah, precisely. <laughs> I, I do not have the mental fortitude for jump scares. This one doesn't actually really have jump scares. Am I is, thinking of Insidious? Insidious is just like... Is Patrick Wilson also in Insidious? He is. He's in both. That's... Maybe that's what I... I think that they're both... Um, honestly, they both stand up for very different reasons. They both stand up. They both hold up. Uh, I watched The Conjuring again recently. And what's nice about that one is it leans pretty heavily on just tension without really resolving the tension there's not a lot of like jump scares there's not a lot of you know spooky ghosts it's you know there's a couple i'm not yeah. gonna say there's none <clears throat> but the, the biggest thing about that movie is that you actually genuinely care about why like the history hmm. of the ghosty thing as opposed to like you know a lot of movies throw out like oh like a like a, a woman threw a baby off a bridge here and now the baby and the woman are th- knives throwers and they're gonna you're gonna die and the rest of the movie is them avoiding the knife throwing baby um but with this one they, they did a really good job of building the the ghost story as part of the plot and not a plot mechanism um insidious was just a bunch of banana bullshit but it was fucking fun it was fun it was, it was like, a lot of jump scares yeah. i watched it behind a pillow like it was, it was fun. like I, it was like i think in, i think they just put insidious on netflix so maybe i'll or uh Amazon. I, think I think it's my, Amazon. Okay, well, we could definitely watch it. Like I'm here for right. it because uh, uh, Joe will not watch Insidious. Uh, what was I thinking? Is because that's oh, what but I, I won't watch the Babadook. That's what I think because the Babadook is all about. Just, there's this huge building of dread and what's going on, and the only jump scare in the entire film (spoilers for for the Babadook) is a hat falling down a chimney. <laughs> Dude, but the part of the Babadook that's really hard is like she kills the dog. Like there's there are actual ca- like there's there's uh, not like there's casualties but there's um collateral damage because like that uh, for me is why I can't watch that movie is like jump scares be damn like I can handle I got it I I can hack it I've seen the grudge I ain't scared um but hold on <clears throat> well 
Peter Cullen had to blow his voice out before he could do the Predator sounds. Here's just here's the, the part of the podcast where Katie just coughs up a hairball. I can do it, but not at that angle. Yeah. Here, <clears throat> one more time. <laughs> it just gets gunky I, at the end. I cannot do that. I can. I can also purr, which is, like, whatever. So, anywho, the Babadook fucks me up. I can't watch it. Like, I read spoilers because I was like, how badly is this going to screw with me? Got to the point in the description where it was like, then she gets stressed out and stabs her dog or whatever happens. And I was like, I'm not... Don't touch dogs. Like, don't kill dogs. Don't kill kids. I can't fucks with that. Like, I don't fucks with that. And I will not watch that movie... Especially because it's got the little fucking kid in the back seat screaming. I got to that point. Why can't you just be normal? And he's like, ah! and he's every one of us. But at the same time, I don't want to watch that kid scream. <clears throat> so I won't watch the Babadook. I could get down with Insidious. Um, the other one, what was the one that had, um, is it, no, it's not Mark Wahlberg, is it? Shit, it's, uh, it, they just added it to one of the streaming services. So I'm just thinking about it right now. Mark Wahlberg. It's not Mark Wahlberg, though. <laughs> Matt Damon. It's one of those white dudes. Um, but the dad moves into a house and finds some tapes in the attic, and the tapes have people. It's oh, like Sinister. Films. Sinister. It's it's Ethan Hawke. <laughs> yeah, what I said. It's one of those fucking white dudes with like a face and the hair. Um, <clears throat> Ethan Hawke. Obviously. Ethan Hawke. Basically, he is basically yeah. uh, one of those dudes I just named. So we so we've been sitting in a Trader Joe's parking lot for about ooh, nine minutes, seven and a half minutes, talking about uh, horror movies. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna know, go get some snacks. We're gonna get some snacks. We're gonna get a salad. We get a little dinner. And um, we're gonna watch this movie. It's gonna be great. Hopefully. Yeah, we're gonna see it in three D. By the way, so Godzilla will be like right there, right there, saying hi. <clears throat> Complimenting Katie's shirt. Ah, <sighs> he loves it. He's like, why didn't you get the one that says Big Bad Dragon Dad? And I'll be like, hmm. Anyway, so we will be back uh, with our fresh hot take thoughts on the Godzilla colon King of the Monster film. (laughs) Dash divided by zero. (laughs) (laughs) Carry the three legendary film. um, And we will be right back after this word from our monsters. And we're back. We're back. All right. So first things first, this movie just came out. Like literally yesterday. Like yesterday. No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yes. At, at the time of recording, it came out yesterday. If I'm planning on editing this as fast as I've ever edited anything. So within the last week or so. So most important, spoiler goggles on. Spoiler goggles on. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So um, please don't crash the car you are you're fine that woman terrible um i'm just gonna get my baby rant out of the way there were some obnoxious freaking teenagers who were not being loud they were kicking my seat which was annoying but they were whispering which made me want to scream and also punch yeah so at one point i told them to shut the fuck up and then they like ran away and pretended to be quiet but like probably were fooling around and i was like i have i've had enough of you none of that and shame on you. 
and rant. Great. Will, All right. take the floor. So, I thought it was great. Okay. I thought... Uh, You're wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was... It was... I'm going to just talk... Yeah, thank you. Um, that was directions. Um, it would sort of had the Godzilla escalation in sort of miniature because uh, in you know Gojira 1954 it's a very somber movie about a you know terrible monster that you know wrecks Tokyo and you know 10 years later there's like uh, fucking Mazer tanks and Mecha Godzilla and all sorts of crazy so it sort of take and one of the things they did incredibly well was hey there are giant monsters in the world that's not a secret anymore so the top secret organization to keep monsters say, uh, say uh, you know you know keep so, monsters secret so the top the top secret monster studying organization it's no longer a secret it has like its own army and a budget and a, a fucking giant super science jet yeah which, big, big flying which triangle. i was just like wow and it's like, okay, that's a, you know, a big stealth fighter thing. That's kind of cool. And then it started deploying Ospreys. I'm like, okay, that's the largest thing I've, you know, that, that, that that's impossibly large. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's a segue into one of my major uh, pieces of feedback or whatever. My, my hugest observation, <laughs> pun intended, is this movie was not nearly as um, skillful with scale as the prior... Um, legendary Godzilla was in that I didn't I didn't feel my megalophobia I didn't feel like I was like oh my god like it's so big it's so big like there were certain scenes that I was literally like audibly being like nope nope no thank you uh uh the, no um, no no when when um Ghidorah and Godzilla confront why themselves. do I want to say Godiva so bad because <laughs> chocolate when Ghidorah first emerges from the ice that got me there, yeah. where I was when, like... When you realize just how... Because Ghidorah has always been bigger than Godzilla. Right. But just how bigger? How many big. <laughs> um, so I don't want to start, like, like, bit, like not bitching. I don't want to start bitching, like, right Nitpicking. up the gate. So why don't we talk about what we liked, what worked, like, what we thought was really fucking cool. Because I have a lot of things to say that I'm like, wish this hadn't been something I had had to witness. But... Um, what worked? What was exciting? What was fun? The, there's a big critical thing going on right now. People think there's either too many monsters or, you know, too much humans. I thought every human character served a purpose. Uh, I mean, when they announced the, like, I, the first person cast was Millie Bobby Brown. I was like, okay, how is this going to work? Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and I think it worked fine because it's not about her. You know, it, it, it's not, oh, I'm going to become friends with the monsters and they will all do everything. Yeah. No, they didn't do that. Yeah, no, it, it, she, uh, she, her character made says like, why is there a teenage girl running around? Uh, her, uh, Vera Farmiga's character, you know, worked in the crazy universe of the show. You, you didn't think um, her arc was entirely genuine. Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of, uh, it just didn't feel, it didn't sit with me that they're like, you know, okay, I am not, I cannot speak to the, the, the real human tragedy of losing a loved one, of losing a child. Like, obviously, I know nothing about that. 
But it was like the movie was like, by the way, did you remember that uh, Andrew died? Also, there's like f- fucking called it with Rodan me uh, with with with, with uh, Stephen Charles Rodan Andrew. Rodaniel. <laughs> Rodaniel, yes. Rodaniel. What did I call it? What did he do? Uh, no, um, because the kid's name was Andrew, and we called him Andrew initially. <gasps> wow. So there wasn't Andrew, but it wasn't Rodaniel. Yeah. Rodaniel. Uh, you can never replace Andrew Rodaniel. So stop <laughs> fucking trying, you goddamn turkey vulture. Um, uh, no. So my beef with that was that uh, at one point. Charles Dance? Dance. Charles Dance was having a conversation with Vera Formiga's character, and um, she was like, I've already lost one child, I'm not gonna lose another. And it was already like, okay, you woke up giant frickin' animals to like right the wrong that was caused by giant frickin' animals. So, like, already I a little bit don't trust your judgment, and now you're under duress. And you've got a gun. You so are a just, crazy person. Maybe we just put Vera Farmiga to bed. We just have her little nap. And then, you know, but it's fine. It worked out. But basically, like, she didn't super serve a purpose except that she had a car <laughs> later in the movie. Like, she was the guy who was like, oh, like, do we invite, you know, Teddy? No. But, oh, but he, he has a car. So Teddy gets to hang out. Like, Vera Farmiga got to stay in the movie yes. so that she could drive the car out to Boston. But I don't know. So... To your point, I think that there was a lot of the human uh, interaction, a lot of the human element that super duper worked. Like, I really think that Kyle Chandler's character, uh, Mark? Yes. Mark was great. Uh, Ken Watanabe's character was great. The woman who I never got the name. Oh, Dr. Lee? Dr. Lee. Dr. Lee. uh, Z.E. Zhang's character. And she is most noted for... Uh, fuck. Not Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. But wasn't she in the other one with Jet Li? Hero? Uh, no, the other one with Jet Li. No, it might have been Hero. Was she in Hero? I feel I like she was in Hero. I haven't seen Hero in years. Yo, Hero is so good. See Hero. All right. But, um, her character was delightful. Uh, what's the guy from the West Wing? Bradley uh, Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Fine. He was in this. <laughs> well, um, Bradley Whitford, and I, I mentioned this to Katie. I've seen this a lot in reviews. Um, Katie's like, oh, I don't watch the show. Bradley Whitford is essentially playing a slightly more sober Rick Sanchez throughout the entire film. Because he's got these wacky conspiracy theories, and he's like the... What would you say his job was? Be like... He was like the trajectory guy. Yeah. They're like, can you trace, can you track that dinosaur? And he's like, I already did it. It's like, this yeah. isn't vodka. There's a great, he's drinking, he's drinking there's a, a, scene, a, there's a, a, a scene where they're all are at the round table having a discussion as far as like, here's what we need to do. And Kyle Car- Carpenter, Kyle Chandler is like, we're going to just kill them all. And then he's like, I, I don't think you should do that. And then like sips his coffee and there's a piece of masking tape on it. And it says. Not vodka. Perfect. <laughs> it, which is fine. They're, um, they're very sort of, you know, if, if someone, if someone mentioned Rick and Morty to you, it's like, oh yeah, I understand what that is. Um, Thomas Middleditch's character, I think, is going to be the the, the Ken Watanabe of Godzilla vs. Kong, and... Who was that character? Was that the wormy guy? Yeah, the... The one that we think might have had a tr- crush on Vera Farmiga? Yeah. Or, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, like I'm a huge admirer of your wife's work. And you, you're good too. <laughs> that came out weird. Um, I liked him quite a bit. Oh, Thomas Middleditch is great. Yeah, so... 
there was a lot that worked. There was a lot that just yes, please. Uh, there was a lot that there was a lot that worked. Well, okay. You ever just want to like merge to the left by accelerating to the right of someone? Because I feel like it's super effective. Well, Ow! Fantastic. Yeah. So there were a lot of moments where you could tell that someone was had worked on this dialogue, and there were pieces of the dialogue they wanted to keep in the movie, but then it didn't necessarily feel organic. So the the thing with Ken Watanabe, his watch, which had a huge, like, it had a really cool pivotal moment, like a reveal moment in the first movie. Uh, he's talking with Kyle Chandler, and he says this whole thing, and he's like, did you just make that up? He's like, no, I read it in a fortune cookie. And it just didn't feel, it didn't feel yeah. like it had actually, like, should have been in the film. Yeah. Um, um, so there were a couple of those moments where they were trying to, like, I think add some lightness, but it just felt... Well, I, I think, insincere. I or... think part of the thing was it, um, Vera Farmiga. What was her character? Emma. Emma. Emma yeah. Russell. Uh, Emma Russell, Madison Russell, Mark Russell, and the, that's all I got. Like, the, the the Russells, uh, you know, worked for um, worked for Monarch, but we had never seen them before. So you know, they they had uh, so um, Sarah Zawa and Kyle Chandler had this history. That we have never been party to. Uh, which, no, and I get that. Yeah. I'm just saying, as far as like the actual editing and the 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 way that the movie, the final edit of the movie, I understand the mechanism of yeah. that. It just to me, there were these certain moments where I was like, I was like rolling my eyes. I was like, yeah. why, why am I being forced to sit through this this conversation? So you, so, so you thought it could be a little tighter? I definitely think it could have been could have been tighter. There were also a lot of things that they could have they could have given more gravity to like they found a fucking secret underground hollow earth oh yeah hidden city of atlantis and it had the exact same like weight as the conversation between kyle chandler and ken watanabe about his watch yeah. i was like holy fucking shit this is cool as fuck but to me they hadn't really like made it so significant that it felt wicked yeah. fucking cool so Katie just sort of alighted over a very interesting point. Godzilla lives in Atlantis. Right, in a, in a under, <laughs> under earth, like sub-earth, like you go to the ocean and then the ocean is like, yoink, got your submarine. So you Brad, end up in Atlantis and then you find a cavern and in the cavern there's an air pocket and in the air pocket there are fucking volcanoes because it's Minecraft obviously. <laughs> so you have like the volcano falls and then Godzilla's taking a fucking nap. Cool as fuck, would love nothing more than to see a, a really like hashed out render of what that space looks like. Like I just wanted to see more of that. But by the time we got to that part of the movie, I was I was bored, like I felt overstimulated. Hmm. Is that fair? I guess so. Like they needed to, they needed to pull back a little bit, I think, on a lot of the elements to make like, and really prioritize like, okay, this is this is the big fight but every single goddamn part of the movie felt like the big fight so that nothing felt big anymore that, and i liked it don't get me wrong i enjoyed this movie i'd like to watch it again i'd like to watch it again when i'm not a little sleepy <laughs> but to me it was like it, it felt like they could have they could have uh it's almost like they did it a disservice by making it so big I disagree. Great, I'd love to hear your perspective. <laughs> I think that they built the stakes incredibly well going forward from 
you know, from the introduction of Ghidorah, you know, the, the, the first Godzilla-Ghidorah fight, to the Ghidorah-Rodan uh, Godzilla fight, bringing in the goddamn Oxygen Destroyer. Uh, like, I get why that needed to happen, because we needed to kill Godzilla to find Godzilla mm-hmm. in his underwater man cave. Um, but... I don't know, man. I just... I need to give it another watch. I okay. really do. I need to give it another... And I really... You saw me. Like, I was... I had my hands over my face. Like, I was really checked in. And there were a lot of scenes that I thought were really, really, really cool. But uh, most of the movie kind of underwhelmed me. Okay. I had the exact opposite reaction. You were like, I was overwhelmed all the time. <laughs> like, I, I think I, that I, might be it, is that I was like, it was so much all the time that it kind of, at, at some point, I like I said earlier, like I got desensitized. I was like, okay. Uh, but we, we also have completely different ways of approaching mm-hmm. entertainment and, and film. So I think to, to that point, like there's just two people walk away with two totally different experiences. Like I would watch this movie every single day of my life <laughs> because I think it's so, it's so visually rich um, I like, I really think they did a beautiful job with the, with the special effects, with the, with the creatures, with the Titans. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks gorgeous. Yeah, let's talk about the Titans. I think what they did, uh, because, have you seen, uh, pictures or anything of, uh, how King Ghidorah looks in the original movies? Um, kind of like a pool noodle? <laughs> Just kidding. No, I really haven't. Like, right, not, um, not enough to fa- say Same conversation. basic idea. Um, you know, three-headed dragon with two tails. But this approached the, you know... Because it is recognizably Ghidorah. Um, this approached it like a... How something like that could be on your flying could, you know, act as a, I think I saw a bat, uh, as a living, walking creature. Like, right. it, it walks like a, strangely enough, a bat. It walks on its, um, little, little, little uh, wing feet. Little, little wing feet, like a, uh, you know, like a, va- a vampire bats, they, uh, they walk in a very particular and super creepy way. Yeah. Uh, and, but uh, then its heads also slither in a, mm-hmm. in a snake-like yeah. way, and it had a, ra- it had rattles. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and each head had its own distinct person. And they, each head had its own. Like the one on the right had straighter horns. Hmm. Uh, the one on the left was a little more curly. I didn't catch any of that. Um, I liked that they were fighting like cats. Oh yeah. They had very. They very much reminded me. I have two cats. One is sort of an over your bullshit older cat, and then the other one is like a young boy, and he always <laughs> wants to play, but like a young to, boy. to play, he just like get, nips at her. And she's like, she's like, okay, like you can bite me twice, and then like we're fucking done. Is this a car accident or is this? I think it may road be. Work? Rodan. Rodan didn't do much, but what he did uh, was rad. I think it was pretty. It was. It was very. Uh, they did a good job of. Okay. See again, I. It's not that we watch different movies, just the things that I want out of a monster movie or like a kaiju movie versus I think what most people want out of a movie are different. So it's it's hard. <laughs> um, I didn't super love, you know, allegedly there are 17 monsters, yeah. uh, 17 known titans, and we saw, I think, eight? We saw Rodan, Rodan 
Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Not including Godzilla. Godzilla. We have the woolly mammoth gorilla thing. Woolly mammoth gorilla thing. The That's spider. Five. Yep. And there was something. There in, was a Muto. There, 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 there was a Muto looking thing. And there was a big turtly looking thing in Germany that we never really we saw. We never saw. And then Mothra. And then Mothra. So that's eight. Yeah. So we saw, and I guess eight. Wow, I'm yeah. a psychic. Um, so. So we got to save things for the sequel. Yeah. No, and I, I'm a hundred percent. I'm I'm fully on board that we're building a universe, and this isn't a standalone film, and that this is this is establishing some ground rules for other films in a franchise. Mm -hmm. The most enjoyable part of the movie for me was the like kind of life after people stuff when they talk about how where Godzilla and the Mutos had fought in the previous <laughs> previous films. Las Vegas and San Francisco are coming back to life because of the radiation. I'm like that's not how radiation works. Could be. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Chernobyl? Well, that's just because there's no one there anymore. Exactly. Because of radiation. That's what we call inductive reasoning. Uh, no, it's not, but that's <laughs> fine. I took philosophy for one semester, so get off my ass. Um, I thought that was fascinating. Fascinating. I have a lisp now. I thought that was fascinating. I liked that at the end credits, they had all those um, news clippings and stuff talking about... Um, is, ti is Titan manure the best new fertilizer? Is uh, yeah, what was the, the what was the one that was cracking me up? I can't fucking remember. Uh, well, one of the ones was like the the path that Godzilla took from the Hollow Earth had had somehow revitalized like the coral reefs. Oh yeah. So it was like uh, it was it, stuff it was like, like that. Like I get that they're they're this isn't a standalone film, and so from that I'm like get, I'm trying to give myself space to like enjoy it more. I'm not, I didn't unenjoy it. I'm just like, it kind of left me feeling like. But by the same token, you would watch this every single day of your I life. liked, I think I, I liked the film. There was, visually, I thought it was enjoyable. Mothra was bae. <laughs> um, like, Mothra was goddamn incredible. I just, I think it was really a pacing issue for me in that I really, and I'm the kind of person that I need a movie to dumb itself down. Not dumb it down, but I need a movie that's telling me like, here's the exciting part. Here's, now you have a relief. Here's an exciting part. Now you have relief. And so the pacing was a little bit challenging for me, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was bad or wrong. It just, for the experience that I had. But let's like, can we continue to talk about mon uh, monsters? Uh, the Titan design, because oh, yeah. I am fascinated by that, and I sidetracked you on yeah. that one. Um, things like Mothra is, you know, Mothra in the original, like, even in the Rebirth of Mothra films where uh, it's, you know, Mothra Leo, who's, you know, a, a boy Mothra, it's still just a moth, a, a literal just moth. Um, but real big. But Yeah, but real big. Uh, this movie, they, they gave her, like, mantis arms. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and... And I don't know how they were able to make fixed, you know, because she doesn't have, you know, it's a moth, doesn't have eyelids, but she was in, her face was incredibly expressive. Yeah. It was, was incredible. She was a, she was a fucking bad bitch. Oh, yeah. Like, I've never, I, I, I loved my teacher before, but now it's like, I feel like I can, like, now I feel like I can actually wear it and be proud. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, and I like how they build in the, and I'm not even going to bother pronouncing that, the magical twins that always summon Mothra because 
Um, you know, you, you have Zhang Zi, uh, you know, Dr. Lee on the... Magical airship. On, on, on the, the Argo, whatever the hell it was called. Uh, the the big wing. And then, you know, at the Mo, the uh, Mothra pupa, pupa site, also appearance by Joe Martin. So um, you're making references that I'm not getting, so you might need to explain it to your idiot sister. Joe Morton is a, an actor. Uh, he was Miles Dyson in Terminator 2. I'm talking about the magical twins thing. What are you talking about? In, I don't understand that. In Okay, I thought you were... No, why would I? I've never seen a Godzilla movie that you weren't I, well, physically I'm, present well, for. Well, I was talking to the Now audience. we're fighting. Now we're in a fight. No, you have oh. to talk to me. That's okay. the point of the podcast. All right, you can't so, leave me behind. All right. So... Mothra, in the other film, is from, uh, I think it's like Mothra Island or something like that, which is a small island somewhere in the uh, in the Pacific, and there's like a lost tribe who are the guardians of Mothra, and the people who summon Mothra are two twin girls who are about a foot and a half high. <laughs> Great. So they, they um, tied that in without being really without, obvious Yeah, so because they have uh, Zhang Zi on the ship. And then when you go to the pupa site, uh, there's Zhang Ziyi with a long ponytail. It's like, oh my god, are they doing the Shobajin? <laughs> so they, there were two two of them. There were, there were two of them, and then it's like, oh yeah, yeah. And then he, here's my mom, and here's my grandma. It's just a set of twins. Okay, because that's what I was trying to figure out, but they didn't... Again, a lot of this it, was lost on me. It was an inside joke, essentially. But, like... Whatever. Okay. So uh, that kind of that, that I'm sorry. Like I appreciate it, but that actually kind of pisses me off. <laughs> because like, are you gonna put shit in the movie that like I'm gonna miss? Like something as cool as twin sisters, but they don't even like reveal it. They're like, in case you weren't listening, in case in case you well, were listening. Well, they, they they weren't credited as having the same name, so I think it was it, I think it was may have just been a gag, but or maybe they just have different names. But how could she have been in two places at once? She wasn't. They were two of them. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, they're so plot two wise, separate people. Plot-wise, they don't explain it. <laughs> and I was wondering, why is she at the pupa site and also on the Argo? With a different haircut. That's what I'm saying, but they don't ever talk about it. Whatever. It's fine. Uh, other interesting references. So No, we were talking about... We were? We were talking about monster design. Oh, yeah. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. You distracting yourself. No, I'm not. I'm talking about monster design. Because when Godzilla's at the end, when he turns all bright and red, that is a direct reference to Godzilla versus Destroya. Um, because the whole uh, in Godzilla versus Destroya, um, essentially, it's the last ten minutes of the movie stretched out to feature like Godzilla's absorbed too much radiation; he's going to melt down. What can we do? Also, there's a giant monster that's eating everybody. Mm. Um, what happens is he blows up and then gives birth to a son. Aww. Or, or Destroya kills Godzilla Jr. and then he blows up and Godzilla Jr. comes back to life. Side note. Yeah. Unrelated entirely Godzilla, but recently, a female anaconda cloned herself twice. A, an anaconda had, had a gave. female anaconda in captivity gave birth to two baby anacondas. She reproduced parthenogenically. She reproduced parthenogenically. That's fascinating and terrifying. So she was like, I don't need no like. She's like, I'm a. I'm an independent woman who don't need no man. And then she was like, I'm good. I'm going to make another one of me two times. <laughs> so I just, you were talking about having a son basically through, you get, you get so fucking hot that you're just like, I've just made, I made another one of me. Great. That's, that's essentially what happened <sighs> in uh, the movies. We're like, so we have a, I don't, I think, I think it's, I, I don't remember what's before, uh, 
I think it's Space Godzilla. Um, he's like, oh yeah, there's another Godzilla. He's a little boy. It's like, where'd he come from? We don't fucking know. <laughs> he's he's just around and he's so cute. I just I just need that like right now. Um, okay, so we've got Godzilla. He's a he's a bad bitch. Yeah. So he gets like full on radiated in this in, in the underwater cave. Mm-hmm. Then he turns red. That was cool. Um, uh, I, I can we talk about how Godzilla is like absolutely in love with Kyle Chandler? Oh yeah, they, like he loves him. Uh, like he's like, don't touch my Kyle Chandler. <laughs> like so, uh, Ghidorah keeps trying to fucking eat Kyle Chandler specifically, and Godzilla's like, no, uh, slaps his faces away. Uh, so I have a, I have a meme that I'm gonna make later if I okay. can figure out how, and I hopefully I can make it. And I'll put it on the Instagram, but I don't want to say I'm gonna say what it is in case I don't do it. But Godzilla loves him. Hot tender hooks. Uh, um, let's see what else happened. Uh, so there was a fucking woolly mammoth. There was like a squid spider. Uh, there squid was spider. There was an invisible turtle. Um, um, I mean, I really did like Ghidorah. I liked that Rodan was basically a turkey vulture that was on fire. <laughs> like it was sort of turkey vulture, pterodactyl, volcano thing. Yeah. The <laughs> devil bird question for you yes you should know uh again so they all are like radiated because of the way that the earth had been before but sure uh spoilers for this movie that we've always already spoiled all over the place um Ghidorah's an alien oh that was yeah that Ghidorah's an alien and shoots lightning out his mouth yes or is it is it okay so Godzilla shoots out straight up radiation. Yeah. Right? Okay. His, his atomic breath. His atomic breath. So it's basically a concentrated, like, atomic force. Mm-hmm. Got it. Ghidorah does what now? Uh, Ghidorah, in in this movie, it seems to be, you know, ele- uh, lightning electricity, because at one point he, you know, bites the power oh, grid and fucking absor- cool. That, that was fucking rad. That was rad. Um, as, uh, Katie and I are both proud New Englanders, so and the climax of the film takes place in Boston. I was like, this no, it ne- literally takes place <laughs> on top of Fenway Park. It's like this never happens in films. Hooray! Um, it turns out it was filmed in goddamn Georgia, <laughs> so whatever. But it's uh, fine. In the in the original films, he shoots quote unquote gravity beams. Same. But it's just, I think it was just one of those things. Where it's like, fuck it. He's he he's a lightning dragon. Well, I think that it p- played into him having the ability to create entire storm systems from his ass. Oh, as yeah. far as I can tell. That I thought they handled that because um, the movie that introduced uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah. The, uh, I'm sorry. Is it called Ghidorah? Ghidorah, like Victor Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Ghidorah. Ghidorah. Ghidorah the three-headed monster it literally starts with a big fucking meteor hitting the planet and a giant fucking dragon popping out uh, and I liked how they introduced that like hey this thing isn't around here it's an invasive species like that's clever well it's, done that he ain't from around these parts <laughs> he regenerates his own heads that fucking rule. that was rad <laughs> that was fucking rad I, I was not expecting because are you aware how studios can you know they, they alter uh, like trailer footage, yes. Um, you know, like at the end, like the first trailer for Infinity War, they have the Hulk at the end. The Hulk is never actually in Infinity War. Forget it. I'm nodding. I don't <laughs> oh, know. Oh, I don't know how much more I can agree. Yes, I, I'm familiar I, with this concept. I'm driving and I can't see you. <laughs> yes, I said yes okay. out loud. Um, 
so I thought like, okay, that's interesting. They're going, he's going to spend the rest of it with only two heads. Yeah, not bad. No, then it grew back. It's like, oh, this is, and I and I think I was all like, oh shit. Yeah. I said, oh shit, at a bunch of turds. Um, at a bunch of turds. Um, yeah. So Ghidorah's an alien, and he shoots lightning beams. Uh, Rodan is a volcano bird, so, like, fire is his thing. Mm -hmm. Can we please, and this is the thing that I am the most mad about, is when Rodan flies off of his volcano, he creates mega wind, and then, like, we're watching buses and children fly into the air, and there's a literal scene where one of the army people is holding on to a small child, being whipped in the air like a fucking kite. And I'm like, why are we doing this? To Someone should have been like, guess what? This isn't a good plan. It's a, no, I like the like, buses like, and the thing, but why Why was he holding that kid? Like, dude, I needed none of that. So, like, One, to show stakes, and two, we show the kid later when they crash the plane into the plane. Right, okay, but I, I don't, I don't, fi- I didn't, whatever, it's fine. So, like, to Will's point, when, when, if you listen to the original episode for the legendary Godzilla, there's a scene in Hawaii where they're on a uh, metro train thing and, you know, the train falls off the tracks and he's holding, uh, uh, Kick-Ass is holding onto the kid and then he gives the kid back and they're like, okay, that's over. Like, if it was something like that where there was more of a connection, but they, they just were like, kid in a red shirt flying through the air, kid in a red shirt in the back of the chopper. Like, it didn't, it didn't do a good job. And it just was, it made, it just felt like kind of like useless human collateral to me. So that's, I just fucking, that pissed me off <laughs> so hard. Um, but yeah, Rodan can create like whirlwinds. I don't know. I think it was just like, hey, here's a, like something with a, that's bigger than the big fuck off plane that, that <sighs> propels itself by flapping its wings is going to create, you know, big fuck off wind. Also, like, the indignity of killing the cute little doctor lady who was uh, Sewer's... Sally Hawkins. Sa- kill- killing off Sally Hawkins by having her go, ah! and then getting munched on? I think I think it's one of those things where, like, she was contractually obligated to do it, and then she got nominated for an Oscar. It's like, it's like I'll do this, but I'll get out of here really quick. <laughs> um, I think they had planned... Uh, for Sarazawa to sacrifice himself from the beginning. Yeah. Um, Sarazawa is a character not... Um, Sarazawa, the name Sarazawa is, a, is also a name of a character in the original Godzilla who sacrifices himself to, you know, doing a big twist, kill Godzilla. Sick. And in this one, he, you know, goes out like a fucking champ. Yeah, he gets uh, to, to hang out in the underwater fucking he, cave. It's, it's like he, 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 Dr. Sarazawa dies in Atlantis and then destroys Atlantis. Yeah. So like, like a fucking champ. Medium irritated about all of that, but it's fine. Uh, again, like, I thought it was an enjoyable film. I really, really did. Keep going. It's the next driveway. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it again. Uh, do you want a couch? What? Um, <laughs> welcome to Providence, where there's just couches everywhere want a couch because we got couches i thought it was an enjoyable film i really liked it i'm not i i just don't i'm hoping that the next installment in this franchise comes out stronger as a result of some of the feedback and the criticism that we're getting out of this like here's what's working you guys are fucking killing it with making these monsters 
we know that you can make monsters fight and it's really really cool and compelling but for me you can't just have two hours of monsters fighting that's li- then... li- literally what's uh, someone what a review said <laughs> like it's just no and I, I if we had pulled back on some of the monsters fighting and had more time with Atlantis that would have been wicked fucking cool if we had had more time because at the end of the day like all the characters except for the characters we knew from the prior installments so installment singular because none of those characters hold on how do I how do I sentence they we had we had overlap between legendary Godzilla and Godzilla the king of sorry the king of monster um, God- Godzilla colon Mothra's boyfriend um, we had overlap between the original Godzilla legendary Godzilla for this universe and this cast but there's also a prequel if you will Kong Skull Island where we have an, a whole other iteration of this universe and there is an overlap there so there's there's character development and there's plot development elsewhere in two movies that I think really did a good job, but only focused on one monster. All of a sudden we have eight monsters in one two hour movie. So I think that they're like, oh, we need to make sure we give enough screen time to eight monsters. At the same time, less monster would have been better So to me, because then we would have valued the monster time more. So if there were, for example, if they had just alluded to the others, you know, eight monsters, you know, hey, we have these sites, like, for example, if they had took out Rodan. Rodan was fine. We had the first scene of Rodan that kind of showed that he's a bad bitch. He does his thing. He fights with Ghidorah. But then Ghidorah's like, and he's like, oh, no, Ghidorah's my, he's my boo now. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah, shit, this guy's in charge. Right. So, like, I think we needed that, but we needed maybe less of it, and we needed to just pull back. Like, the scenes, the the fights could have been there could have been the same number of fights, but maybe like shave off 50% of time wise, because at the end of the day, like Vera Farmiga, her character fell flat. Um, Kyle Chandler's character was better developed, but still fell flat. Cause he basically was like, I hate Godzilla. And then Godzilla was like, I'm going to kill this monster for you. And he's like, I like Godzilla. We're buddies now. Like it was like, Oh my God. And also my son, Andrew died. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Like you have, you have your 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 motivator in life, but also like there could have been more there. Millie Bobby Brown, again, she was great, but she was just in this. She didn't do anything. I feel like everyone talked about Andrew, and that was the only real like. You were doing this for Andrew, but you should have been doing it for me and the Earth or whatever. So I don't know. I just wish that they had spent a little bit more time on making sure that the rest of the movie didn't fall flat. Because, like, the monsters are going to look cool no matter the fuck what. Because they've done such a good job with them. But they don't need to hog the screen time. So that's what... that's I'm very optimistic. I like the movie. I want to watch it more and more. Because just watching giant monsters fight is badass. But it doesn't mean that necessarily was, like, a knockout film to me. Okay. Was like, I... It's like, I, I am... Canceling our friendship. It's like, I am baffled. <laughs> You're baffled by me? Yeah. I thought it was, no, I thought that, you know, one of the critis- the main criticism of, by silly people, 
of Godzilla 2014, Legendary Godzilla, was that, you know, hey, there's a movie called Godzilla. Why are we concentrating on, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson? Um, so they took, and I think they listened to criticism, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to take, you know, take the criticism, you know, they're getting in this one, where it's like, hey, you can't just have two you know, monsters fight the entire time. Um, and he's like, okay, people want more monsters. Let's give them more monster action. Let's have, you know, rather than just have Godzilla fight, you know, two giant bugs, let's give them some variety. Let's have sure. you know, uh, characters that they know. Or no, they, Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, the film was definitely good. But it left me, like, I walked away being like, I, again, I, I'm, I'm just going to reiterate that I feel as though if we had done all of the elements but had tweaked the ratio of, like, non-monster plot, like, not, and I want to say non-monster plot, I mean the human aspect of the monster movie, not necessarily because they're more important, but to then create a bigger contrast for when we're actually watching Godzilla and when we're watching the monsters, then the monster screen time would have been that much more fucking cool. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Maybe I'll feel better about it tomorrow, and I'm, I'm going to go see it again, definitely. I want to take Joe. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I would give this, a, like, a solid B+. Okay. I'm not going to get... I mean, like... I don't understand you sometimes. That's fine. I don't understand me either. <laughs> I don't. Like, I'm going to go home and, like, figure out how to get a Godzilla tattoo. Like, that's where I'm at right now. Gojira. But I also... I have a hard time going and seeing movies at the movies. So that's another thing just to, to keep in mind is like, obviously it was super important and I wanted to see this in the theaters, but if we had watched this like at home, like at, at like on my couch where I could like really sit with it, literally sit with it and not be kicked in the head by like some horny teenagers. Like it would have, I would have probably walked away with a different experience. So you want to do what, do you want to revisit this in six months on when it comes out on video? Yeah. So like, this is our hot take, fresh take, fresh off the presses, et cetera, et cetera. This is our, our OG feedback. I think it'll be fun to do maybe for the Patreon. We do a six month redo, redux, redo, redo. This has been um, our third installment now of, of, of our podcast in a car kind of situation. So it's a weird format, but it's the easiest way for Will and I to get together and also like see a movie. Um, I'm a huge homebody. And so really the only way to get me to go to a movie is to, to bribe me with snacks. So that's just, this is what's working. Um, if you want to hear more of these, like I can get better at leaving the house. I, I will try. Um, so definitely get it, give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes, be sure to like and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up, I think is what it is. We're also um, we're kind of working on figuring out if we want to move towards different pro- uh, platforms to be able to make things easier. Because right now we're on iTunes and we're on Podbean, which is probably where you're listening to us right now. Um, but yeah, so be sure to send us your feedback as far as if you like this format. Katie loves kaiju at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, and we are really working towards, um, you know, we're, we're kind of re, re-upping um, what we want to be able to do with this. So keep, so stay tuned for some really cool and exciting stuff, especially with our Patreon coming up. We're going to be creating um, better content. I think we need to move. Okay. No, I think that's an Uber. Oh, it's an Uber. It's my neighbor. <laughs> but anyways, so thanks so much for listening to this episode. Um, you know, thanks for coming along for the ride. Literally. Uh, Will, any final thoughts on on Godzilla? Colon. There's no colon, but I'm keeping it in. 
Godzilla colon king of the monsters go. Great. And for me, I think it was, like I said, stay, solid. Stay for the credits. Stay for the end scene. Also, just the credits are phenomenal. The credits, the, the, the final credit songs beats the fucking final credit song to Venom. Oh, by yeah. Well, like 8,000%. Well, that's so not hard. It. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, but I, I had this flashback last time we were like doing this and I was like, oh my God, remember that Venom song? Which is like, Venom, Venom. Anyways, so thank you so much for listening. Uh, send us an email, like us on the internet. Um, and I'm Katie. I'm Will. Thanks so much. Bye. Goodbye now.